Heart Dam, you're listening to Frolic Inc. Chronicles, a Frolic Inc. broadcast. Okay, we're back. It's NOLA Part 2. We are still recording from my home studio. <laughs> Guest room, trans old room. I love you, son. Huntington Beach, California. Okay. So now we're back in New Orleans. Why? Because our friend Ian made us an offer we just couldn't refuse. 2017 Saints are going to play the Miami Dolphins in London. Amazing. So thank you, Ian. That will always be such a special trip in our hearts. Uh, sorry for that back noise. We do have some dragsters. <laughs> I back up to a street. Okay. So 2017 New Orleans. We're going to spend a day or two in the French Quarter before hitting London and then back into New Orleans. But then there's a whole nother fun thing when we get to plantation talks, um, which I say fun, but I say it in jest because obviously by now a lot of us know plantations aren't all, you know, there's a somber feeling to them. Exactly. Okay. But historically... So Yes. Importance, Importance, yes. Okay, so we're back in the French Quarter. 2017. Because Ian. Because Ian. Puts us up at the Provincial Hotel. Okay, that's like his home away from home. I'd say so. Okay, so he's been staying there for many years. And that was actually, I believe, my first time staying there. Yes, because I think he was mildly irritated that we had rented out the Cornstalk Hotel for our 40th and birthday. And I love the Cornstalk <laughs> Hotel, and they treated us so good oh, there. Did. And when we did, we talked about the Twins Nola 40. Uh, Paxton and I and Ronnie and Eric, we all booked our rooms at the Cornstalk Hotel, which is another historic, beautiful home within the French Quarter. Cornstalk fence, yes. ironwork. There's only one of two in the world. And the other one, coincidentally, is here in California. Yeah, Southern California. We didn't get that tour that day, so I'm still a little irritated. Another <laughs> <laughs> story. Okay, so Hotel Provincial. Uh, just some back to the French 75. So we're still sipping our French 75 from the last podcast now we're just kind of topping off the mixture with a little bit of prosecco it is a work night for both you and I. it is a work we do, night for we us. do have some jobs that we have to go to but we actually like we <laughs> the day very, shift. yes we yes, like our day we're shifts. very grateful so we're on the night shift and we're still sipping our little french 75s but when you're at the hotel provincial i do want to add this little thing so they did not have a kitchen or 24 hour type of food service but you can go to the 24 hour verdi mart verdi mart Verdi Mart. And we went for breakfast, cash which is only. awesome. Yep, don't forget your cash. Actually, is it really just cash? I'm, I'm pretty remember. sure it's just cash. Okay. Unless when you're in changed. New Orleans, just always have a little cash Because on Cafe you. Du Monde is the same thing. Yes, you're going to get you some beignets after a night of drinking. <laughs> exactly. I feel like there's one more place I could stay, but it's probably going to come to me like six hours from now. I think it's the Pirate Alley. Um, the absence is, is that bar? Oh, Pirate Alley. Yeah, yeah. Pirate Alley, which is another cool place. Okay. So we're on our French 75s at Hotel Provincial, but in the morning, the ice if house you bar. can wake up early, if you didn't party too hard, didn't have too much Lanny up the night before, uh, wake up early in the French quarter because it is something beautiful and magical and, Agreed. you know, go to Verde Mart, get yourself a nice egg sandwich at the time that we went, which under $4 serves me right. It is Diagonal from Madame LaLaurie's haunted house of crazy, morbid, 
terrible things. If you watched The Coven, you'd know a little bit about it. You know, American Horror Story, The Coven, which is still one of my favorite seasons. And I will say one of the coolest things about Verdimar, at least the last time that we were there, is they had the boards of plywood that they used to protect their windows. Yes, during the storm. During Hurricane Katrina. Mm -hmm. And they are now mounted inside the store. And you can read the little messages from the different people. Um the locals during and Katrina that's just time. Such it's a amazing. Special, special time. Cash only. And our favorite sandwich is our breakfast sandwich. The egg sandwich. Yeah. Which, believe it or not, I do have a second uh, egg sandwich place here in Huntington Beach. And I think Scandal. it's the Pacific Sandwich Shop. Tax and I both love it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing beats Verde Mart. Yeah, but no, Verde Mart is something special. And it's a croissant, it's egg, and it's cheese. Yes. I don't think it's bacon. Is there bacon on it? I'm not I sure. I think you can add bacon, but we're our California Chinese. Yeah, so we're no of- avocado. <laughs> no avocado. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. Oh, gosh. All right. So, so that is nonetheless. Been- and so- it was... And it- Perfect to walk the French Quarter, get it's a amazing, and we get pictures. it in the middle of the night too. And yes. I'll tell you what: sometimes in the middle of the night, you have to be make sure you're watching your six, got your people with you, because it yeah. can get a little dangerous there going from Frenchmen. Absolutely, yes. However, some of our best boomerangs are in front of the Madame Lola Ring Engine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> in okay. the middle of the night. Yeah. So, so anyways, okay. So breakfast sandwiches, Verde Mart for sure. Also, it's a it's actually a shop as well. So the deli's in the back, and you can get just you know cash only. Just bring cash. You go to any hotel, by the way, in the French Quarter, because this was also at Cornstalk um, Hotel. And I always like to pick up a six pack of Abita beer. Absolutely. Preferably Purple Haze for myself um, and you, because we both like that one. We go down to the one liquor store and not liquor store, but yeah, Rouse's Rouse's Market. Market, Yeah. And and then, you know, also a bottle of wine for the room. Because you know what? Even if they did have room service, It'll cost you more, but also, you know, it's just kind of nice to kind of start your little party and and shop local and when get you, get you a there. little, um, you know, yeah, and, uh, and get environment you environment friendly bag. Yes, which coat. I still have my canvas bag from Rouse's. And uh, hey, buy one of those ding uh, souvenir keychain bottle openers, and you're set. You're set. <laughs> All right, okay, so let's talk about Hotel Provincial. I want to say screw top wine bottle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make it easy on yourself. Make it easy on yourself. Okay, You're on vacation. So, Hotel Provincial. Hotel also Provincial. Also known to be a haunted Very haunted location, uh, location where I actually had the experience you during did. the time that we went to see the Saints in London. Mm-hmm. We, Ian had put us up at the Provincial. Samantha and I had our room in the infamous building number five. My first time. After having a full day, uh, Ian's just such a great, um, he's, he's a great so accommodating. Host. He's a great host because he hooked us up with like a swamp tour and we were in NOLA for a few days. And then we got onto the uh, airplane and jet set it over to London and had a train ride to Paris. I mean, who does that? I mean, Ian, I'm telling you right now we're giving you mad props. We have the fondest memories of that trip. And then you get us. I don't know about you, but us, we got to actually in-cap it again with Nola before we had to come back yes. to Los Angeles. Yes. So, it, And then Tamantha's husband so generously um, had a Tesla pick us up from the airport. We were totally spoiled. Totally spoiled. All right. So um, Hotel Provincial. I'm going to start it off because I really think you guys need the backstory of what building number five actually is. And Hotel Provincial is on the infamous ghost tours in New Orleans. Uh, you're going to have... Uh, ghost tour or a vampire tour. 
And there are benefits uh, to doing both. So yes, please support the tourism there in the French Quarter. It's absolutely worth it. All right. So Hotel Provincial, specifically building number and five. Marnie's going to go ahead and, and just straight read this because we don't want to miss. I, I'm not a historian, like I said before. but also <laughs> I actually am a little you, bit of a historian, not in New Orleans, but you know, in Etiwanda, California. I actually sit on the board. I I'm kind of proud of that. a little bit just because it's more fun. <laughs> <laughs> Samantha is very supportive. All right. So this comes directly from hauntedrooms.com. And here we go. Building number five is said to be the most haunted. Guess who were billeted in the rooms of building number five have walked in their rooms looking for a night of relaxation only to see several bloody soldiers who are mourning or moaning in agonizing pain they instantly disappear as the lights are turned on apparitions of confederate soldiers and surgeons have been reported as well many people have also claimed seeing bloodstains appearing and disappearing mysteriously on the bedding of particular rooms mm-hmm. pools of blood can also be seen on the floor only to disappear quickly One guest even reported that as the elevator door opened on the hotel's second floor, the hospital was entirely in view. Mm -hmm. Now, though, I have not had that absolute visual. No. We had spent the day visiting the Laurel Plantation, which we will discuss in a upcoming episode because I would say that's my favorite plantation in New Orleans. Um, came back after that beautiful day. Tamantha and I head to our bedroom yep. in building number By the five. Way, we're always looking for ghosts. <laughs> we really are. We love a good so, orb picture. Yeah, we're always either filming or you know going places maybe we're not supposed to go. Mindful that we, we test. We don't want to go bit. too far. Yeah, we ain't trying to bring no attachments home no. with us. That's for darn sure. All right, so this night, Samantha and I, because um, we're very, we understand we're getting of age, and we, um, we try to make sure we wash our makeup Stop. off. <laughs> we do, because uh, we don't want those extra wrinkles in the morning. No. So we have our process. We have our um, nightcap, right, yep. at the Ice Bar um, Hotel right Bar. The, yep, yeah, hotel we love bar. it. Mm-hmm. Most likely the French 75. Yeah. And then we head up to our room and we wash our faces and we get into our PJs and we listen to the horse-drawn carriages, you know, coming mm-hmm. by the window. And this Which night is so charming. It is so charming. You actually have a really good photo because your guys' hotel room when you went with Eric, right? Yeah. You guys have a really cool. Oh, thank you. There was a, there's some that, really there's been some good moments. There, yeah. I I beg to say most times in New Orleans for mm-hmm. us in the quarter have been good moments. So this one particular evening, uh Tamantha and I, we have a room that has two, I would say full-size beds. Yeah. So we and I'm yeah, not used to not sleeping by myself. 20. We've been both each been married 25 years. So it's well, honey, rare. Now we are dating ourselves. <laughs> I know we are. <laughs> we are. Uh, lots of good we times. We don't care. We own it. Right? Absolutely. And um, once again, we had visited the Laurel Plantation during the day. And it is, it can be, I mean, where it's an enlightening experience, it can also be a very um, saddening experience. And if you are yeah. empath on any level, it, it affects you. The energy yes. affects you. And we had um, visited some of the slave quarters uh, on Laurel Plantation. Yeah. And I had, in the night, I literally had to tell an old man that I, I see you. I see you. I, yes. I need to go to sleep. <laughs> right. I, I just, you know, my heart went out to him and his 
plight in life and um, that whole struggle. So we definitely encourage you to go to Laurel Plantation. In a future episode, uh, you'll know exactly why. It's just amazing um, plantation and, yeah, and wonderful tour guides there. So they don't sugarcoat the truth. They don't sugarcoat what the happened, truth. and I, I think that's why I appreciated it so much because I would say we're pretty fun-loving people and we like to have a good time. And but we also kind of take an account. I mean, keep you know, it real. Keep it real, yeah. and I appreciated about that. Absolutely. So beautiful experience, and I have this old man visiting me in my dreams, and I'm telling him I, I need to sleep. I'm so tired, and I still want a Verde Mart sandwich. <laughs> and so, um, because <laughs> we're gonna wake up early, because I'm early. <laughs> And it's true because one of the things we really do like to do is walk the quarter in the morning when it's virtually empty. It's, it's still. And Eric knows, my husband knows that I like to go running along the river um, if possible before we head back. We Usually Tamantha and I will do that too. We did mm-hmm. that in London yeah. at the park. So, however, this night... More of a walk run in my case. Right. She had to see the Peter Pan statue. We did. We finally found it. We finally <laughs> found it. It was great. And so this night... Um, Here's my ghost story. We are in building number five, which was known to be the Confederate Hospital. Mm-hmm. And if you remember the story I just read you, you know, many accounts, especially by the maids in the provincial hotel, will open up rooms and see bloodstained sheets and and then only to refocus their eyes and have these things disappear. Also, if you take a ghost tour, you'll learn that people have been in the bathroom and seeing blood all over the mm-hmm. sinks and... and- that's always a stop on the ghost tours. It always is a stop. And mm-hmm. if you ever get a chance to rent a hotel room where your windows open up to the street, it's pretty fantastic when a ghost tour stops and you're the yeah, one in the room. I have a picture. picture. Yeah. So I'm there and Tamantha is sleeping in the other bed. Um, and I'm laying there. And in the middle of the night, uh, I kind of feel like this like cool breeze. And I sleep with all the covers and the sheets on myself. Mm-hmm. I might be wearing a nightgown or whatever because of the humidity. Yeah. Uh, but I, I rarely ever um, am not covered You're not by like the sheets. You're not one of those people like, I have to have like one leg sticking out or something. No. I have have, sometimes like, some I have to have a foot. foot. Yeah. Sometimes well, I have to have I my foot. If I watch a scary movie, then, I, then I'm probably going to tuck my feet back in. Yeah. No, not me. <laughs> if it's humid and especially in the quarter, I'm going to have maybe my, my foot out. But I'm definitely not going to have my whole body exposed. And this night... Um, for whatever reason, I woke up to this uh, sensation? sensation of of like a cool draft on my, side. I would say, left side, uh, just below my rib cage. And it was that feeling like I had when we first got our tattoos at 18. Mm. Like that razor cutting. My first tattoo mm. was on my ankle. I don't know if any of you guys have t- ankle tattoos. You know what I mean? It felt like yeah. something was cutting me. When I realized what was going on and I woke up, my shirt was lifted. My oh. mid-center left side rib cage showing. And just under there was that sensation like somebody was cutting, cutting me. Exactly. Cutting Operation into time. me. And that is one of the stories that we have heard so many times on the yeah. ghost or stories. And I had literally had lived it. that. I mean, to have all those dots, you know, connect right. in my brain. Um, and I, I literally said, that's enough. Which is, that's enough. That's enough. You cut surgery over. Yes, exactly. I'm good. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs> um, so 
so bizarre. So I've never physically seen the blood stains or any of those type of visions, but that physical feeling of a knife cutting into my side was very real, real. very real. real. And there's no other way for me to describe it except that it felt like a sharp object cutting into my side. Um, And during those, that's building number five, building number five in the Confederate hospitals. I mean, they didn't really hesitate to amputate you. If you had an issue or infection setting in, I mean, you're, just you were losing a limb. Just, yeah, just you were losing it. it. Yeah, yeah, basically. I mean, it could have been a gunshot wound and they were trying to scoop out, you know, the bullet, you know, whatever happened back in those days. So, so that's so crazy. Um, I only can have your shared experience because <laughs> I have you've never had, but no. you, you do have friends. I think it's Ann and Dave who saw, have seen yeah. um, balls of light in mm-hmm. that hotel. Um, specifically yeah, a, a Confederate soldier running through. Yeah. I there's believe. been a few things. Anna, did that see that? Yeah. So French quarter, but French stay focused there. Okay. One of our favorite bars. Oh gosh. Okay, Samantha so is one of your favorites. To, you're going to have to, well, before now, now we're going to have a little pirate tour. That's what I think. I'm, I'm All right, say. let's go there. Yeah. So from the Hotel Provincial, everything is walking distance. And so you're going to head down to uh, St. Louis Cathedral. And if you're facing the front of St. Louis Cathedral, you want to go to the left and there is Alley. Pirate Alley. So I believe the story goes is just because New Orleans was a port town. And so many a pirate had frequented, you know, to have their trades and, you know, whatever was going on back it in the time very to get this very, too. very, very busy port. People coming in and out. So Pirate's Alley, actually, it's kind of funny because sometimes I mess up saying this word, but you can have, you can try absinthe. Right. The, the green, green fairy, fairy drink for Moulin <laughs> Rouge, everybody. Now, let me tell you, I have romanticized this drink I love the presentation of this drink. <laughs> that's, a, that's our realization. <laughs> I loathe the taste of this drink. Yeah. This is not... Now, maybe if you're a licorice fan or you like black licorice, this drink is for you. But absinthe, it's so cool, the presentation. Again, cash only. That was the other place. Yeah, cash only. Okay. So, but cash- isn't there too, and don't forget it, I know we're focused on the presentation of absinthe, mm-hmm. but isn't this the same bar that you went into and the lady... Would not let you take pictures yes. in there, and it's something about the mirror and vampires. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I I was trying to document my trip, and I asked if I could have a picture, and she declined. And then I just heard it was just a thing. They don't like vampires work there. They don't let you take pictures. Um, I mean, great service. I just didn't Amazing. get a picture. And I mean, our last girl there. Was... I mean, heck, even Dave Grohl denied me a picture when I met him at Chuck E. Oh, Cheese. <laughs> so not the first. I guess a girl can't always get what she wants. Right. But. So absinthe. So this is really cool. What they do is uh, basically they drip cold water over a sugar cube over a special absinthe spoon. And then that drip drips into your, they already poured the liquor, right? Or they topped the liquor. Well, anyways, there's a whole cool presentation if you get a bar that knows how to do it just right. However. And they ex- take the time to explain it to you. Yes. When you and they have a full there. menu of different absinthe liqueurs. Uh, and also pre-COVID, 
we did share drinks. Yes. And that, and when you start to talk about the blacksmith bar, that that's very real for me because not only will I not drink abstinence by myself, Mm -hmm. I also don't do hurricanes by myself. So pre COVID, I was just sipping off people's stuff. Yes. And so, so this is so funny though. I remember because, because we probably only had, this is the day and age of ATMs and Venmo or whatever. Maybe Venmo wasn't back in 2017, but, uh, I remember, I think Ian was trying to finish the drink. Yeah, he was and I great. And I was not that committed. We even offered it to the two guys that were on the other we side of did. the bar. And they're like, we're good. We're good. I know. Can you imagine? It's like trying to, like, share a joint or something. Like, here, just have our ass in. Yeah, no, they didn't want First it. First of all, I've never even smoked a joint. But okay. So, it's just what I imagined. Days and Confused to one of my favorite movies. But uh, but anyway, so we did so we did try the absinthe. We do not care for the taste of it, but no. we love the presentation. And we are Libras, and we are very visual. And sometimes you just got to see it for yourself. We paid and have for the experience. experience. Yeah, That's we paid for we the did. experience. So but Ian okay, polished it off, and then he did not feel good. <laughs> yeah, I think you know, especially when you get to a certain age, any age, you got to be careful with your booze. And I think it's okay, especially when you're on vacation, to not feel obligated to finish whatever you bought. Absolutely. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Hey, you tried it. You're on vacation. Big deal. Like, let it go. And uh, same for coffee houses. And that's a quick little story i just insert here. When uh, Trent was going to, went to his orientation up Trent in Bend, Samantha Oregon. Oldest. Yeah, he's my oldest son. He's going to be a junior in college this year. And uh, his grandmother and I went with him to, for orientation. Anyways, long story short, they are very co- coffee aficionados type people. And we had went to an organic coffee bar in Bend. And none of us liked our drinks. Oh, And wow. I... Just kind of looked up at them. Is everybody is like feeling obligated to drink it? And I just said, "We're on vacation. Why? Why do we have to feel obligated to drink it? Let's just go to the next place." And Good for you guys, you know, my mother in law is very frugal, and I appreciate about that about her. But you know, we don't why hang out. Sick? Why? Yeah. yeah why feel forced? Yeah. So you know. To that point, go ahead and just leave the drink and move leave on. Leave the drink. Like not every not every cocktail is a success. Not every cup of coffee is great. So, um, but try the absence for at least the experience. Yes, to I see think how so. it, see how it's done and listen to them explain to you the history. Yeah, and, and it's a great little it's bar amazing. on a little corner in two breezeway alleys, and it's just kind of very cool. It's pretty fantastic. Yeah. So, all right. So, so now we... we're walking on. Yes. Uh, we are going to probably hit, I'm going to guess, Royal Street and make our way back to Bourbon Street. And you're going to hook a right. And you're going to take Bourbon. Uh, this is always two on our way to Frenchman Street. And uh, you're going to take Bourbon through the gay district, which is always so fun. I love it. Yes. And you're going to take it to, one day we might have to share our more provocative story of yeah. our husbands at oh, their first Mardi yes. <laughs> That's true. Young, dumb, and really lucky. Okay. So, uh, so then you're going to get yourself over to, a, and you're going to notice it because you're going to see the gas lamps burning. You're probably going to see a carriage ride or two stop in front of it. I was going to say. The Blacksmith, Lafitte's Blacksmith Bar. Which right. has been said to be the oldest bar in America. Right. Yes. And it dates back to 1770. I did write that in my But here's the most amazing thing about this bar. Is that you can have drinks brought out to you when you're in the horse-drawn carriage yes when you're on the tour (laughs) it's gonna happen from time to time um so yes so so we had taken a a a courage 
We had courage. <laughs> liquid courage. We had some liquid courage uh, when our carriage, it's probably a good tongue twister somehow. Uh, so we stopped in our carriage and then they said, you can have, stop here for a drink. Well, actually, I think I did that also in 2010 now that I think about it with my crew. And they actually have a really good hurricane. And do you'll not, also stop there on the ghost tours. I remember that. They yeah, say, hey, you this do. this is your time yeah, to take you a do. break. You can go get your and, drink. And you are also, you know, by the way, this is a fun bar. They have a piano in the back and uh singing songs and man it just makes me just it's dark it's dark and it's gritty it kind of i would say it almost feels seedy but it's not it's It's musty because it's all bricks well it's old it's old i won't lie one time carolyn and kevin and i all went in and it it smelled like vomit so i mean there's those nights too you know that same was 40 deuce in los angeles yeah so (laughs) that's gonna happen but you can have a good time in there so as soon as this whole pandemic is over i recommend definitely uh going there and having a a good good night to tie it on with your friends now the one drink that is the one that they usually recommend is the hurricane yes the hurricane so and they make a so my two favorite hurricanes in all of New Orleans is probably going to be at Lafitte's and also at the Gumbo Shop. I Ooh, like the Gumbo Shop. See, the Gumbo Shop gets a kind a little bit loud for me in there because I I like to hear there's the music. A, because it's, there's a lot of people in there, and it's a smaller yeah. you know place. Yeah. I mean, the food is phenomenal per yes. per usual. Well, that's my go to. And my best experience meals. at the Gumbo Shop was when all the nuns came in and were having dinner. Was I with you? I don't, I don't know if you that. were with me. It was just so amazing. Yeah. And because we were raised Catholic, mm-hmm. um, we just have mad respect for nuns who give service and sacrifice the way that they have. And I mean, it's just such a special calling. Right. And then you see them coming down the French Quarter going to the gumbo shop. I mean, it's just pretty amazing. There's some good food there. That's for sure. But anyway, so that's what you want to do when you go to New Orleans. You definitely want to hit Pirate's Alley and have some absinthe. And you definitely have can to take have a, a care. You have to have a hurricane. And um, I recommend Gumbo Shop or Blacksmith's Bar. Blacksmith's Bar, though, is a kind of trip down, again, history, you know, yeah. lane. And, and if you've stayed really at cool. the Provincial, please, if you've had an experience, make sure you comment in our comment yes, section. Yes, let us know. Uh, let wanna, us know. We want to hear us. the stories. We, we might share story. it on our, our podcast in the future. That's true. That's very true. Be sure to tune in next Thursday where we go to Uptown on the trolley to the Garden District's Buckner Mansion. American Horror Story fans know this location as the Academy for Witches. We also visit the Lollory Mansion. Until then, so long and farewell, ladies and gents.